TikTok, the home where the talking is good. It's your boy Cody, the other guy, Robert here mm. once again in the big room with the tiny table. Oh, I said it weird. It's fine. Tiny table, big room. Big you got room. The, you know the deal. You know one the of these days I'm just gonna things. stop doing that. No, it's like our catchphrase, dude. When I ask people about the good talk, they're like, "Welcome." <laughs> so I mean, if we're Maybe. known for nothing else, it's for our ridiculous intro that I think is amazing. You're so, welcome. You are welcome. That's the thing, though. You gotta make yourself memorable. Memorable. You want to do something that people are going to remember. And embrace the weird that you are. That's something that I've just, you know, I'm just, I'm proud to be me. Absolutely, be, be, bro. Steer not, into the weird, you know? Yeah, steer into the weird. Can steer. we talk about real quick about the greatest lie ever told? Oh, what is that? Mm-hmm. That we had the, we landed on the moon or the flat <laughs> earth theory or which one you want to go to? <laughs> that there's a tornado season. Ugh. Well, I mean, I don't know if it's the greatest lie ever told. It is the greatest lie ever told. When I I moved here, there's like, "Mm, you got to be careful of tornado season. No one told me that tornado season was actually all flipping year long. Maybe that's the joke, is that it's like a tornado could happen at any time. I don't think people were joking. (laughs) I mean, maybe that's what it is. It's like supposed to be a season. This is a season. It's a season that never ends, you know? let, let uh, Let me just correct Alabama real quick. Let me tell you how, and I'm not talking about the people, I'm talking about the state, the geographical location that we call Alabama. Let me tell you how seasons work, Alabama, all right? <laughs> Are you listening? They're, they're like supposed to be three to four months, you know what I mean? And then you change into a different season, and then you have three to four months of that season. So when we say tornado season, Alabama, listen, it's supposed to be like a three to four month window where you have an opportunity <laughs> to come in and just do what you want to do with tornadoes, all right? But when you start dragging it on all year, we're going to have words, <laughs> <laughs> Not kind words either. I'm putting you in timeout right now. Time the Alabama, out right state of Alabama, now. you're in timeout. Georgia, you're my new favorite for a season, and uh, we'll see where we go. We'll see if she listens. <laughs> this is such a weird way to start the good talk. <laughs> Just having a sit down with Alabama right now, having a heart to heart. Put the state on notice. I mean, come on. Someone's got to do it. Uh, <laughs> I'll step up. I'll, I'll yell at her. <laughs> I'm stepping uh, up. Alabama, get your crap together. Get it together, bro. <laughs> We're tired of it. Jeez, Louise. Oh, <clears> man. man. It's like every it's flipping January. <laughs> what are we doing with tornadoes in January? I, I, I feel like that's it's like a normal like you get like a little sprinkle of tornadic activity at the end of December mm. with a little bit of January <laughs> and then it comes back around at end of March, April. Well, what's funny and is And then it sprinkles in in June and July. <laughs> I posted on Instagram in December. I said it wouldn't be Christmas time if it wasn't tornado weather. So yeah. it's like I think that's the problem though. What you just said, it wouldn't be normal. It, it should not be normal. That's the, that's the problem. <laughs> when when normal. it's normal, we have an issue here, all right? So, uh, get For those your, of you that are out of context, get your life. Uh, today, as of recording this, there mm. was tornado warnings. This morning. So, yeah, we went from the watch. We went from purchasing the ingredients from Kroger to mm, they've been mixed in the bowl and this sucker's bacon. I was about to say, I was trying to figure out like someone someone like posted this thing the other day and they're like trying to explain like tornado watch versus warning. Right. And the tornado no watch means that you have like all the ingredients that's to right. make your tacos. Yeah, that's right. But the tornado warning means like you're making tacos. Tacos are made. Yeah. <laughs> but, but if I have the ingredients to make tacos, I'm going to make tacos. I mean, well, apparently tornado season feels the same way. <laughs> like, like, this is happening. Let's go! Yeah. Tacos! <laughs> Alabama's stoked for some tacos. So, uh, uh, good times, good times. So, uh, what are we talking about today? I guess tornadoes, but. Uh, <laughs> I guess tornadoes. I want to talk about, uh, if you don't have anything on your heart, Should I want to talk about how 2023 is going to be different. It's going to be different. It's a different year, man. It's a different vibe. It's I a different feel. feel. It. I sense Something it. is 
in the air and it's not just a tornado. Listen to this. Not only do I feel it, not only do I sense it, here we go. I know it. Mm. I know it's different. It I, is different. I, I know it. I know it like I like I've never known it before going into a, a new year. Cause every time when we go into a new year, I'm just kind of like, meh. 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 You know what I mean? It's just like, yeah, all right, new calendar year. Whoop dee. But this year, man, I know. Something's different, but here's the key. I gotta now that I know that I gotta cooperate with it. Mm. I, like I gotta fully commit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, saying, I feel like there was a little bit of a to this difference, a spur of a new year of when 2022 started. Mm. But maybe we just didn't stick to it. Yeah, <laughs> maybe it that's what it pretty was. quickly. I think we had a high, a high rise, and then a quick. <laughs> yeah, I don't even know. I made it through January last year. No, February. I think I did pretty good. But this year is even different than it last year. It feels different. It does feel different. I, I said it this way the other night, talking to a group of people. It's like sometimes at the at the new year, I have to generate enthusiasm. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yes, a new year. We're starting fresh. We're gonna make things happen. Blah 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 blah. And it's like I have to generate that. Mm-hmm. This year, there was I didn't have to generate it at all. It was just there, mm-hmm. and like it was just a raw enthusiasm, a raw excitement, like the spirit of God moving on my heart and just being like, here we go. Here we go. And uh, I'm stoked. It's awesome. Yeah. And so uh, let's just talk about how we can cooperate with that, I guess. Oh. We'll just go that direction. What do you think? Okay. All right. We're vibing. You want to kick it off or you want me to kick it off? I mean... I feel like it's kind of been a trend. We've been talking about it a little bit anyway. I was about to say, I mean, this is just something that's just been really on, I think, just... I, I feel like the heart of this ministry right now. And mm, when I say the ministry, I know like us as the leadership yep. and obviously the leadership yep. that's with us as well. But it's just like, we are <clears throat> in this time right yeah. now where it's like it needs to be like we want it you know what i mean like yeah. we have yeah, yeah, yeah. we have to come like wanting it and ready for what god wants and, and not just in these walls mm. and, and i think that like it needs to start it might need to start here for a lot of people because maybe that's where they're sure. at in their faith like sure. me personally i'm expecting it here but i'm i'm extending it to all buildings in my life. I don't want to just, yeah, yeah, re- re- yeah. you know, relegate God to this space in this place. Right. Like I want him everywhere. Sure. And, uh, you know, January, sorry, not just January, but this January, you know, we do memory verses uh, with our kids uh, each month. We do one verse and try to basically uh, teach them or yeah. at least just, you know, say the scripture around them and hopefully it gets embedded in their ears. But right now Ephesians 320 is our verse for January. Okay. Yep. And one, that's awesome. Yeah. It's such a good verse. And it's just, there's a whole bunch of different translations, obviously, so I was trying to, like, break it down to where it might be somewhat easy to remember slash easy for our kids to remember, but the way that, like, we summarized it is glory to God who is working within us. Mm. He is able to accomplish anything more than we can ever ask, think, or imagine. Amen. And the thing that I believe that God has challenged me and also extended that challenge unto the people that I have voice into their life uh-huh. is don't relegate God to your own imagination. Mm. Don't relegate God to your own understanding. Don't relegate God to even what you can ask for. Expect even greater. Amen. So I, 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 that wasn't the intention with our January, it just kind of happened, which is cool. Like we were just kind of led to do it. And so that is like kind of where I'm at is like, I'm coming and I'm seeking. And it's almost Mm. like, I, I do have an expectation, but I don't want that expectation to limit God. Yeah. It's like I come with an expectation for anything and all of sure. it. Sure. And so that's what 2023, at least for me, is like I want to keep that fire going of like Amen. don't have like any limits on God. Don't put any limits mm. on what he can do or what he wants for you. Just come in yes. open-handed, open-armed, yeah, yeah, yeah. and ready to rock and roll with whatever he wants to do. Amen. I love it. That's I, me. <laughs> I think the best way to sum it up 
is we have this phrase here at the church. It's on shirts. It's on our wall. Uh, I know we've said it before, but we have that phrase kingdom over everything. Mm. I think we've switched from that being a saying to like, that's now real life. Like we've gotten to that point where it's like kingdom over everything. And in the way I've in my life personally, it's like anything that doesn't have to do with the kingdom. It's like God is surgically cutting it out and removing it from my Mm. life. It's like kingdom over everything. You know what I mean? If, if food has become your priority, we're cutting it out. If TVs become your priority, we're cutting it out. If social media has become your priority, you're cutting it out. It is now kingdom over everything. And it's just that mindset. It's like, and because of that, it's been, dude, just what are we here? Two weeks in, three weeks in? Roughly two weeks. Yeah. Two weeks in and the transformation already Mm. is dynamic. It's just like seeing things differently. Uh, the sensitivity to the spirit of God and the leading of God reading the word and what it's doing. And it's just like up in that. And it's Mm. like, you know, let me not lose this energy throughout the rest of the year. Let me stay on this course. And it's just, just that mind adjustment and then figuring out, okay, if it's truly kingdom over everything, revival or bust, how do I make that happen in my mm. individual life? How do I, and this is one thing I've asked God during this fast. It's like, let me not, because, you know, I want an increase of anointing mm. because I believe from the word of God is the anoint, the anointing is everything. Sure. You know, without the anointing, there's no yokes of bondage destroyed. Without the anointing, there's no burdens removed. Without the anointing, the presence of God is not in the room. Without the anointing, Jesus isn't moving and doing things. And so how do I enhance and increase the anointing on my personal life so it can increase also, you know, over everybody? And I'm reminded of that scripture where he said, let me decrease so that God might increase. Mm -hmm. And to me, the way that happens is by seeking first the kingdom. Yeah. And as I seek his kingdom, it's less about me. I heard someone say this the other day, and it just stuck, stuck with me. The, the, the true gospel is not self-fulfillment, it's self-denial. Wow. And when we will truly get to a place of self-denial, mm-hmm. we'll reach a place of self-fulfillment. That's good. But the message of the gospel has been preached backwards for a long time. Now, he didn't say this, I'm saying it. It's been preached about self-fulfillment. Serve God and you'll have houses and cars right. and a good career and this and that and that. And all that is true, yes, yeah. but that's not the objective. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's kingdom first. It's yeah. kingdom over everything. Let me. And the way to get there is deny oneself. Wow. And we've been talking about that a lot, crucifying the flesh, lay yourself, carry your cross, lay yourself on the altar. Wow. We've been talking about all these yeah, things. Yeah. And one thing that God's really been ministering to me is seeking the word this year like I've never sought the word before. Mm. Because when we seek the word, we're seeking Jesus. Amen. And when you put in the word, you're putting in Jesus. So good. When you grow in the word, you're growing in Jesus. And one thing he has us doing right now in a blaze that we started last night is just talking to the students. And this might have been really harsh, and maybe that's why I was so quiet. But if you don't have a relationship with the word, you don't have a relationship with Jesus. I mean, that's so true. Like, even as you're saying it right now, I was even thinking, like, you know, there's some people, and I think we even talking about it today, like, or maybe it wasn't this. I don't know. But some people are like, I don't know how to pray, or I don't know how to hear from God. And Mm. it's like... Just read your Bible. <laughs> that sounds so simple, but it's like that's literally the word of God. Yeah. And and it might not be exactly how in your mind how you feel like you're supposed to hear it in that moment, but like that is literally Jesus speaking to you. That mm. is the word, the living word talking to you. And so that that's that's really good to seek just the word on yeah. a much higher level because yes. it's like yes. saying, Hey, I want to hear from God on a better on a greater scale, on a uh, I don't even know the, like the right word on a macro level, not just micro. Like I want to get all mm. of it. I want to completely take all of that word in, so that way I can really get to know my God yes. even better. Yes, uh, because like even what you're saying, how do you how do you know what to pray for? Mm. 
if you don't know the word. Yeah. Because the word gives us the parameters of what we're supposed to praise for. Mm-hmm. The word establishes the parameters of why we should praise him. Yeah. It's like everything we do as Christians is established in the word and this relationship with Jesus. And, you know, one thing that always comes to mind, and it's probably because I've been listening to it a lot, I've been studying it a lot, but, you know, Jesus said, I am the bread of life. Mm-hmm. And so we see a lot of things in scriptures. We always, when there's a lot of these parallels, and even in the Old Testament, there's natural and uh, supernatural things happening all at once, right? Mm-hmm. So like when Moses is talking about bread and God's talking to him about bread and feeding the children of Israel, yes, there's natural bread, but there's also a spiritual meaning behind that. Jesus mm-hmm. is the bread of life. Yeah. So I was reading Exodus 16, and you know, as always, let this not be us, but the children of Israel are complaining. <laughs> we should have stayed in Egypt. You know, at least we had food there, blah, 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 blah. You let us out here. Um, and so, but so Moses goes before the Lord and, and he's like, hey, we're start, yo, dude, we're starving out here. <laughs> Dad. Send some manna down, uh, and, so, and that's what God said. God said, I will send manna from heaven. I will set food for heaven, but actually more accurately interpreted in the Greek, it's bread. Mm. And so, and and what I love about this, remember the, the natural and the supernatural. So God said, saying, I'm going to read down bread, your daily bread. Mm -hmm. But in Exodus, in the King James Version, New King James Version, it's actually interpreted more accurately. He says, tell the people to go out and get their daily quota of bread. So it's like, okay, well, you carry that over to the New Testament. And what did Jesus say? You know, when he was praying, give me my daily Mm -hmm. bread from heaven that I might survive. You know, and so we see this parallel. We will not make it without getting our daily bread. And not only our daily bread, our quota for that day. That's so good. I mean, even on a natural level, like you you eat that, <laughs> multiple times yes, a day. come on. Not you right now. <laughs> not <laughs> Thank this you guy. for that reminder. Not this guy. You're still hungry. <laughs> I'm just kidding. That's day so mean. That's nine. so mean. <laughs> uh, are you hungry? No. I'm just joking. I'm no. not. No, no, no. 100%. Not, like, not. Let's just detour this and have a complete oh, yeah. derailment of thought process. I'm not hungry. God has supernaturally sustained me through this time. But going back to the beginning of this, he told me if you'll feast on manna from heaven, which is daily bread, yeah. spiritual bread, you won't be hungry. I haven't. I want to That's eat. That's why you're really into this bread stuff Bro, right now. You know. You know. Because I prayed the other day with everybody. And what was the prayer about? Bread. bread. Being hungry. <laughs> I was just, I was in there praying. I was just like, oh, I mean, like I knew it wasn't you out of your flesh, but I was just like, it's so funny to me because I know it's like, I know what you're doing right now. In you know, as a fast, and it's just like, like you can't stop singing about next bread. Next week for you. Oh, darn it. I'm not in youth next week. This uh, man, the, the, I was on Monday night after Octane, I was eating some... <laughs> some tacos and he was sitting here like having me talk about exactly what was in my taco what kind of sauce that what kind of cheese you got bro it sounded good too (laughs) sounded like a killer taco next week uh uh, because when i left last night the lord was showing me what to do for the next youth service because we're talking about you got to live on this bread Mm -hmm. if you don't eat this bread you're gonna die this this bread is jesus said i am the light right well how do we partake of the light because this is another thing that he's been showing me we weren't built for darkness yeah we were built for light. So good. And that's why tr- scriptures say when you give your life to him, you're translated from the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom mm-hmm. of light, back where Adam and Eve started. He restores us back to our original state, right? It's kind of like that video that I'm going to show that Chad showed us when there's bees flying around, you turn off the lights and they just... <laughs> that's so crazy, by the way. <laughs> they can only function in the light. Wow. You function the way you're supposed to in the light. Well, what is the light? He's the light. Well, how do you get the light? The word, because that's he's good. the word. Everything is about the word mm. of God. It all comes back to the word of God, which is bread. Yeah. And so God was dealing with me last night after service. Next time I preach in youth, which is going to be two weeks because next week I'm in big church, but I'm bringing a bag of rolls and I'm just going to throw it at everybody. <laughs> 
Here's a bread. Get your bread. Eat your bread. Get your bread. <laughs> but <laughs> back to but even on a natural level, like you've got to feed yourself. You've got to feed yourself. You've got to feed yourself. Yeah. Otherwise, you know, you mm. are going to starve and yep. you're going to be angry yep. and you're going to be irritable and you're going to be famished and yep. you're going to probably make yourself sick and you yep. might even make yourself uh, unhealthy in other areas. You know, you're going to have issues if you don't take care yep. of your body because that's what your body needs. So if your body needs something and Basically, the Lord's saying you also need some daily quota. You need some yeah, daily bread. He's saying it, your spiritual, yep. you need daily that's food right. for your spirit and your body. Yep. So if you're willing to take care, man, we, we, we exercise too. We exercise our bodies. We need to be exercising yep. our spirit. There's a lot of parallels <laughs> with life that can translate into the, 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 you know, the supernatural, but it's so important to feed on this word because it prepares you for your day. Yep. It gets you ready. It energizes you. It gives you encouragement. It gives you wisdom. Mm. It gives you protection. It get, you know it, it shows you how to live your life for that day. Yeah, and, and that's why it's so important. It, it like when I get my breakfast in the morning. Well, I don't really eat breakfast, but when I eat my lunch in midday, like I'm ready for the rest of my day. That's I'm right. no longer that's right. distracted. I'm yep. focused, and I'm not. I don't have to think about that anymore. Mm-hmm. So when we get in the Word of God every day. Yep. Yep. And that's what the key every day. Every day, it, it takes care of that mm. that that need on the inside of us, like a hunger need. But it also helps keeps us focused. Yeah, and that way we're not distracted. Yeah, we can, t- you know, really hone in on what mm. we're supposed to do for that day. That's why it's so important. We've got to actually get that daily quota that's necessary. Absolutely. I heard one minister say it, and I said it last night. I said, if we're going to call ourselves Christians, at some point we're going to have to read the Bible. I mean. <laughs> Sounds ridiculous, but it's true. At some, if you're going to call yourself a Christian, at some point, you're going to have to read the Bible. Yeah. And then I also said this last night, it's either feast or famine. Mm. You decide. I've chosen to feast. This year is going to be a year of feasting. I'm going to, so spiritually speaking, I'm going to feast on God's word. I mean, I, I have zero limits, man. I'm going to practice spiritual gluttony. <laughs> Go, we're going to the banquet hall. Remember a few going. weeks ago that we talked about how it's there was true. a table, the table prepared for mm. us, and we were talking about how yep. there was like an empty room, and God's got all these tables, and mm. there's this food out on this table, and there's all these things available for us as believers, but there's so many people that aren't going to their table. Why wouldn't you sit down and feast? That's why. Why wouldn't we? We need to get out there. Kingdom we, over uh, everything. Let's feast. Get at our table every day. Every day, get every at the table and Every single day. Yeah, and this is our challenge. Let's get into the Word, guys. Let's mm. every single day join us. I know Cody's doing it. I'm doing it. Let's read that scripture every day. Let's partake of the bread of life. So many Christians are just like, you know, supernaturally when God tells you to fast, he'll sustain you. I'm not weak and feeble right now. Supernaturally, I'm being sustained. Yeah. It is dynamic. It is awesome. If God puts it on your heart, I encourage you to go for it, man. You won't experience This is the first time I've ever done this, and maybe I shouldn't be saying that as a Christian. <laughs> maybe I was supposed to <laughs> fast before this. I don't know. This is the first time God really put it on my heart, and I'm so glad I've done it. Have there been challenges? Absolutely, but I overcame those challenges mm-hmm. by trusting in Him, dude. It's like I'm learning how to walk with Him all yeah. over again, and it's exciting. So it's good. fun. It's like I just got born again. I'm like trusting in God, and we're doing this, and we're going for it. And so, but to say all that, I'm fasting right now. I'm not weak and feeble, but here's the deal. There's a lot of weak and feeble mm-hmm. Christians out there yeah. because they're not feasting on the word of life. Yeah. They're not feasting on the very key ingredient that God gave them to be supernatural powerhouses mm. and we're just running around weak and feeble and this is how the devil is able to just 
blow us around from storm to storm and from from issue to issue. And I'm not saying that we're not going to have those issues. Yeah. But me personally, I would much rather run into an issue prepared for the storm instead of running into the issue weak and feeble. That's so good. That's so good. Because I, I feel like you, well, I think you maybe you've said it before, but it's like we oftentimes Christians don't think to pray until something's actually happening. Right. Or yeah. people don't think to read the word until something's That's actually right. going on in their life. But wh- why wait till last minute to put a gas in your car? <laughs> you mm. know what I mean? Like why wait until you're on the highway on E to yep. be like, oh, time to get gas in my car. No, uh, most people, you know, we, I don't always do it, obviously, but it's like, you know, when you know you got a trip ahead of you, you go fill up your tank. Right. You go fill up your gas. Like us as believers, we got to fill up our spiritual tank full of the word. Yeah. So that way, when a storm comes, yep. because a storm will come, that sounds super negative, but it's, it, not. it's so true. It's so true. We will have storms. Yep. We, live we in a will have world. issues, but we will get through those yep. when we are equipped with the word, when we're equipped with what Jesus has oh. told us so that way we know how to navigate those situations maybe you know (laughs) the storms look different for every single person and so how i navigate a storm might be different the way that then robert navigates the storm but the only way we can navigate it is if we do what he told us to do and we can only do what he told us to do if we read his word word. every single storm we go into we have hope and you look at the disciples, every storm, natural storm they were on, when they were in the boat and Jesus was sleeping in the belly of the boat, they had hope. Mm-hmm. When they were in the storm and Jesus was walking on the water, they had hope. Why? Because both scenarios, they had the word. Because Jesus is the word. So Jesus good. was the word made flesh. And because they had the word, because they had Jesus, every storm that they faced, they had hope. You don't run into any storms without hope. Mm. Storms don't come up, and it may be a squall that just popped up out of nowhere. Maybe you didn't even see it coming. You have hope in the middle of that. No matter how bad the torrents are, you have hope in the middle because you have the Word, and the Word is Jesus. And as long as you have Jesus, heaven and earth will pass away. Thy Word will never pass away. Jesus ain't going nowhere. So good. He's here to stay, and He's here to help you. And if we will feast on that, we won't have any famine. We'll Mm. have all the resources and everything we need to overcome every single situation that we walk in. But we've got to start. This is why 2023 can be different for you. This is why I believe, and I'm just going to be bold to say, it it. will be different for me. Mm. And it will be different for my household because we're going to feast like we've never feasted before. Love it. We're going to seek kingdom over everything. And because of that, I'm not doing it because I want something from God. I'm just doing it because I want God. That's good. That's period. I want God like I've never had God before. In my life, in my family, in my ministry, in our church, in our city, in our nation, I want God. And I don't care if he does a single thing for me. I just want him. Mm. And I'm not saying that out of any uh, self-pride or to be narcissistic or to be like, ooh, look at Robert. No, that's just where we are right now. And and you said it's like the heart of this ministry right now. We want God. It's God or bust. (laughs) Revival or bust. Jesus or bust. Whatever it takes to get him. Let me be like Peter. You're out there, bro. I don't care if I got to leave these guys. I don't care what they're going to say. I don't care if there's storms. I'm coming to you. So, I mean, I've said it before uh, at a youth you know, thing a couple of weeks ago, but it's like, you know, if I didn't believe that God was real, I wouldn't be here on a Wednesday night. Right. If I didn't believe that God was real, I wouldn't be doing this podcast right now. Like, if God's right. not in it, I'm not a part of it. Yes. You know? and yes. That, and that, that's Talk about kind of, it. This year mm. of 2023, God is going to be all over this, mm-hmm. all over our services, all over our church, all over our, our, our own beings. And, and, and if God isn't a part of it, I don't want to be a part of it. Talk about that. Yes, sir. Yeah. We have got to be mm. seeking the kingdom first. 
yes. above all else. And, and yes. Matthew six thirty three in it all, we got to seek mm. first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and that way all the things that concern us, all the things that we might need in this life can be added unto us, but at the same yep. time, it's not about the things. It's not. And that's what Robert even alluded to. It's not about the right. things. We're seeking the kingdom because we're seeking the king. And here's the thing, even this is just coming to me now by the Holy Spirit in that scripture where he's talking about, where you, the one you just quoted, he's talking about, do the birds worry about this? Do mm-hmm. the words worry about that? If you'll just seek him first, you won't have to worry about that exactly. stuff. Exactly. You won't have exactly. to worry about it. See, the birds realize that they're birds. Yeah. And they're just accepting that they're birds and they just know, hey, it comes down every day. I need a creator to take care of me. The I'm qu- a flipping bird. <laughs> the, the bird knows that the Heavenly Father provides the yes. daily quota. And, and they, they're not worried about it. They know. They know the worms are going to be there. They know the berries are going to be there because they know, hey, <clears throat> every single day, something just seems to show up mm. here because, <laughs> all right, I guess I'm going to go there. Someone's taking I'm just a sheep, man. And that's how we got to be. Someone's got to take care of me. Yes, we have to under. <laughs> yes. That's going to be God. That's so good. We got to start thinking like a sheep. Yeah. <laughs> like I, I am a sheep and I know that there's going to be, there's a shepherd that, that has my best interest at heart. That's going to take care of me yep. to make sure that there's provision for me. And if I stay close to my shepherd, I'm going to be all right. Yep. That's so good. And even Jesus said, he said, come to me all who have heavy mm-hmm. laden with burdens, right? Well, how do you come to him? Through the word. The word. <laughs> even in, in Philippians, it says, don't be anxious or worry about anything, but in all things pray. You know, well, who are you praying to? You're praying to the word. You're yeah. praying to Jesus. So it's all about coming to him and he's the word. That's got to be our starting point. But just, I know we've said that before and it's even come to me before, but Matthew six thirty three, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things will be added unto you. When you seek him, you don't have to worry about those things. They're mm. just going to show up yeah. like they do for the bird. Yeah. But it's just about seeking him. It's let, let me have the heart of Moses. God, if you're not going with me, I'm not going. Just like what Cody said, God's in it, and, and that's got to be it. If you're not going with me, if you're not going before me, I'm not going at all. Mm. I will stay right here <laughs> because it's God. I want him. Amen. And so show me what you're in this year, and that's what I'm going to be in. So good. Show me what you're doing this year, and that's what I'm going to be doing this year. Show If it's a fast and you're in it, then I'm in it. If it's whatever it is, whatever it looks like, just show me what it is, and I'm full sending it, baby. Mm. I'm just going after it like I've never gone after it before. Lord, I apologize. It took me 42 years to get to this point, but I'm here now. <laughs> here we are. And I'm not looking <laughs> back. So here we go. And so uh, it's just kingdom over everything, revival or bust, God or nothing. Love it. I think... That's kind of like our challenge for you guys, at least this week and moving forward, really this, this year. Let, this let's let's year. make it a challenge. Let's make it a priority. Make him a priority. Make his word a priority. And make the the desire and, and to challenge, to provoke that desire, almost like a necessity of like every day, of like even if you don't feel a desire, mm. promote, provoke yourself into a desire to get in that word yeah. and to seek after him on a daily basis, yeah. the daily quota. Yeah. Get your daily quota. Maybe your yes. daily quota looks different every day. I don't know. Yeah, that's maybe, true. Maybe there is a day where Because it was on Sunday. He yeah. said, go out and collect double. Right. There might be a day where you need to read yep. a chapter of the that's Bible. Good. There might be a that's day good, where Cody. you just need a verse. I don't know. It could be different for every person. It could be. But for you, yep. you've got to figure out, what is my daily quota? Mm. What do I need from the Lord today? Yep. Start opening your word. That's awesome. Start opening your Bible. Open up your Bible app, whatever it looks like, and just start digging into that word. And I believe that you'll know. You'll know, okay, this is all I can handle for today. This is yep. what I need for today. This is what I need. And then you meditate on it. Yeah. 
That's good and, too. And try to come back. Don't let to go it. of that. Stay with it. Yeah. Right. Even with this Ephesians three twenty thing, yeah. this is our monthly. But we're coming back to it every single yeah. day. Get it in your heart. And that, that's I don't know if it's a a Lord thing or if it's just a maybe my own personal. I got to figure it out. But it's like uh, I feel like even for me with these monthly verses, it's like I need to go even further and not just make it to where like I'm doing this to make for my kids to memorize. It's like, Oh, maybe I should really like start digging Dig into, into these own mm. verses for myself. Yep. So I can that's get good. a greater revelation of even just these individual yeah. verses. Yeah. And, and that, that's to me, that's where the word becomes so much more mm. alive. I mean, you think about food and when you really start to understand, like when food comes together and you start to look at all the ingredients that go into it. And like, that's when the word gets exciting for me is when I start actually looking and anal- and cross-referencing it's with other true. verses that, true. and it, sometimes being like, Hey, what does this word mm. actually mean in the Greek? And I don't know. It gets, it gets a little exciting. bit. It gets a little bit no. nerdy, but it's cool and it's exciting to go back and, and analyze this ancient text mm. and mm. see and, and, and try to envision what the writers at the time were hearing from God and in their best way possible try to communicate it to yeah. me, two thousand some years later. Yeah, and, and that that makes it fun. And so I think maybe that's it. Try to find a way to make it exciting for you. Yeah, do whatever you can to 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 get yourself in that book that book <laughs> do whatever you can to get yourself in that word do whatever you can to get yourself in that phone to read the word yep so that we can meet that day yeah yeah quality. yeah listen it, it it is an app on all of our phones that is probably the most seldomly used app on our phone yeah and so we need to change that. We need to change that. People, I, I said that last night. I mean, I'm like, you go to TikTok all the time. You go to Snapchat all the time. You go to Instagram all the time. You go to messages all the time. You're using all these apps. Well, guess what? The Bible app, if it's not on your phone, it can be on your phone. And if it is on your phone, you know, because like on our phones, if I scroll all the way left, it gives me my hourly breakdown of what apps I visited yeah, that yeah, day yeah. and it breaks it down. The one I view the most should be the Bible. I was about to say, I have no idea how far down. <laughs> that sounds really bad. The Bible is probably pretty far down. It on my should nose. be the Bible. Yeah. And dude, you want to talk about an honest evaluation of your time it's pretty bad just look at that just scroll to the left on your iphone and see the hourly breakdown of how much time you spend on apps i bet you for most of us facebook's up there messages is up there for me it's the games on my foot's clash and stuff like that they're up there but i've changed that this year the bible's at the top now i mean i'm just we're just digging into it and getting our daily bread to sustain life Wow. So this year can be different. I'd like to say that I'd like to make a challenge for myself to look at the end of the year and be like, the Bible better be the most used app. But I don't know if I'm ready to commit to that and be afraid. Here's the thing, dude. I am bound and determined. And I know we talked a couple of weeks ago about setting resolutions, but I'm down, to, bound, I'm bound and determined to get to the start of 2024, the end of 2023, and look at my life and be like, I am radically different. Amen. Yeah. I've seen incremental transitions. I've seen incremental transformations, but I'm ready for that leap. You know what I mean? I'm I'm going from middle school to high school. You know, I'm going I'm going through spiritual puberty. <laughs> I'm growing up, baby. Oh you know what I mean? And I'm going to look radically different at the end of the year. It's going to be like awesome, and I'm stoked for it. But I will say this. I wrote this on, speaking of apps that you spend a lot of time on. I wrote this on Facebook the other day. I believe it's the year of abundance. But for that to be true, it must also be the year of sacrifice. Mm, That's really good. That's really good. And so here's the question as we close it down today. What are you willing to sacrifice this year to make it kingdom over everything? What are you willing to sacrifice this year to make it seek ye first the kingdom of God? 
What are you willing to sacrifice this year to live on the bread of God? Because we all have sacrifices that need to be made. We all have things that we need to self-correct. And so we're examining ourselves right now. I'm not saying Robert's sacrifice is not my sacrifice. You know what I mean? What I'm doing, you can't do. Maybe it encourages you because the Bible does say we can provoke one another into good works, but you can't do what I'm doing. You can't do what Cody, you got to figure out for yourself, God, what am I supposed to sacrifice? What am I supposed to lay on the altar so that 2023 can be different? Amen. And like Cody was saying, as you get into the word, he'll show you that. Because that's what the word does. Jesus even said, you've already been pruned by this message. The message prunes us. It Mm. it cuts the dead twigs off of us, and it cuts the living twigs so that they can produce even more fruit. But it's a matter of coming to the word, allowing the message of God prune us so we can grow and be better at the end of this year than we are right now. So our families can be in better shape. So our communities can be in better shape. So our churches can be in better shape because that's what happens when God gets in the middle of something. He makes it better in every single way. But in order for that to happen, there must be sacrifice. So find out what your sacrifice is and then write it down. Just like the word of God says, make it plain so he who runs can read it. So while you're running this year, you read it, make it plain, put it before your face, put it on your phone, put it on your fridge, put it on your computer, put it wherever, keep that in front of you and say, this is my sacrifice Mm. and run after it and watch what happens this year. Just watch God. Just watch God get in the middle of everything. Woo. Woo. Just watch God. Yes. God's going to, woo, man, just awesome stuff's going to happen this year. Every time someone came and encountered Jesus, a change happened. Yes. Talk so about that. This That's true. Year, and, That's true. And we could probably go in a little bit more, but I, I, what I really wanted mm. to, to bring out with that is I want you it's to true. challenge yourself that when you get in the presence of Jesus, a change will happen. Self-encounters. When you get in the presence of the Word, a change will happen. Yes. That is what you're after. That mm. is what you're longing for. It is a heart change all the changes that God needs in your life, just come to him knowing, hey, he has changes ahead of me, yep. he has answers for me, he has yep. correction for me, he yep. has all these things that I need to work, or whatever it is for you, what all, whatever mm. it looks like, just know that when you get in the word, when you get in his presence, change is happening. Yep. 2023 is going to be an amazing, wonderful year. It is. It's going to be a year of great stuck. pruning and great revival and great fruit. Like, there'll be pruning, there'll be revival, but the fruit, it's just going to be a great, it's wonderful gonna year. It's going to be dope. It's going to be awesome. It's going to so be dope. Let's, let's do this together. Let's take on 2023 and just run into 2024. Let's <laughs> brand new, Not wonderful back, people. Baby. Let's go. I'm stoked. Wow. All right. Yes, sir. We love you guys so much. Totes. We will see you on the next one. Bye.